Are you looking for valuable business advice to reach that seven-figure revenue mark? Do you want actionable tips to properly navigate through every business challenge you encounter along the way? Let Tersh Blissett and Josh Crouch be your guide in getting you to the top here at Service Business Mastery. Tune in as they sit down with world-renowned authors in business, leadership, and personal growth who share valuable insights about management, marketing, pricing, human resources, and so much more. Let their nuggets of wisdom gold guide you in owning a thriving, profitable, and ever-growing business. Here are your hosts, Tersh and Josh. Hello, everyone out there in podcast world. Hope you're having a great day. You're listening to the Service Business Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Tersh Blissett. Today, I have an exciting person on our uh, podcast, whether you're watching it on YouTube or you're listening to this on your podcast catcher. Uh, and today, we have a Derek Laverty, and he is with To Your Success, and it's a company. So, a lot of people will ask how we do wow packages, and that's what we call it, our wow package. And it's as soon as uh, somebody purchases an HVAC system, we'll give them a massage, uh, like a mobile masseuse or a car wash or, um, you know, bake perfectly baked chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and so uh, today on today's show, we have uh, Derek come on here and, uh, and share a little bit about his company, what they do and uh, how they can help make a lasting impression in your client's life um, by just thinking about them above and beyond after the sale, before the sale, just randomly periodically throughout the year, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, but anyways, welcome to the show, Derek. Thank you, Terrence. Great to be here. And thank you to all the listeners that are on today as well. It's just a, a privilege to be on the call. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us what, what your business is and what exactly it is you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, in fact, I'm going to back up just a little bit and tell okay. you that my father was actually an HVAC commercial installer. Nice. And that, yeah, that's what he did his whole career. He was a journeyman. He worked very hard. I grew up in New York. And so he commuted every day of his life from Long Island to Manhattan, wow. took the train in, yep, then grabbed subways and got as close as he could to the job site and walked the rest of the way. Wow. And um, they would install these, you know, 20 ton mm -hmm. capacity wise, 20 ton systems. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he worked on all the iconic buildings, Empire State Building, the wow. World Trade Center, Chrysler Building, uh, Ellis mm -hmm. Island. So I guess, yeah, so I, I think, you know, Tersh Contracting is a little bit in my blood from that mm -hmm. standpoint. Yeah. And, um, and then to keep the family connection going, the company I work for, To Your Success, who works with contractors, is owned by my father-in-law. So how about that? So there you go. <laughs> yeah, very much, uh, very much family connection. Family. Absolutely, absolutely. And um yeah, I, I love what you said a few minutes ago. And in fact, I've heard before from you about your wow package ideas. And I think yeah, those yeah. are, I think those are great. I think a lot of contractors, they get so focused on the technical side of things, which is very important. Mm -hmm. um, they get focused on the business and metric side of things, very important. Yes. But a contracting business is a holistic business. And so sometimes they forget about the relationship side of things that, you know, people do business with people. what? People. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. They don't do business with capacitors. They don't do business with, you know, robots that know exactly about how a system works. They want to do business with somebody who is personal and, and connecting with them. Yeah. And um, we just have seen a lot of success for our contractors when they really kind of zero in more on, you know what, 
it, cornerstone of a contracting business is customers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You have your own business as well, Ter, so you know, yeah. you know, just as well as anybody that, that you will not make it in contracting business if you don't have a, um, a high EQ, which is your emotional quotient, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you can be very smart, very good with numbers, and that's great. And again, they're, they're all very important, but you have to have a holistic approach when it comes to taking care of customers and keeping your contracting business going. Um, a few months ago, I met a contractor from Tennessee. His name is B.W. White. And we were at an HVAC conference together, and I was telling him about what we do at To Your Success. And so, so let me just explain. So To Your Success, all about wow factor. It's basically a, a wow factor package that we send out for a high dollar service call or mm-hmm. an installation, for example, right? And we actually are hand baking these cookies, freshly baked cookies. And they're good. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're good. And in fact, any of the listeners that would love to contact me and say, hey, can you send me a sample? I totally will do that. I mean, they are free- delicious. We yeah. totally had some at the Mingledorf event. So that's right. They're yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah. So it's a great place to work. I have to admit, I've been there 15 years and, uh, People say, do you ever get tired of the cookies? I'm like, heck no. <laughs> heck no. Who doesn't, who doesn't love freshly baked chocolate chip cookies, you know? Yeah. So, um, so that's what we do is, is after a job is done, uh, the contractor will send us the customer's name and address, or we have integrations with software as well. So it can come automatically through a, a, a dispatch software integration. But we get the customer's name and address. We bake this freshly baked um, batch of cookies. It's, it's made to order. So... We're going to bake it. We're going to hand pack it, vacuum seal it. Then we're going to drop ship it in the mail to your customer's home. And it can have your logo on it as well as a contractor. So nice. about 70% of our contractor clients want us to put their logo on the package. But um, so that's what Tour Success does. It's, it's like a $30, $35, you know, wow factor thing out the they, door. It's dirt cheap for the, the wow that they get when they, when they open the package up. Absolutely. And I think it's important to have lots of ideas at your disposal. So whether it's the cookies, whether it's the mobile massage, which I think is a fantastic idea. My wife would personally love something like that with four (laughs) kids. She gets very stressed out, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but back to my story with, with BW White. So I was telling BW what we do and, and he said, you know, it's funny you talk about wow factor. He said, he said, listen to this 25 years ago, I get a call from this lady late in the day and we'll just call her Mrs. Jones. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so I get a call from Mrs. Jones. She says, my system is down. And she's a first-time customer, first time calling him up. Uh, my system's down. You know, can you come over and take a look at it? He says, absolutely. I'll be there first thing in the morning. She says, oh, uh, first thing in the morning? He's like, yeah, is that okay? And she kind of hesitates a little bit. She's like, uh, well, yeah. No, well, it's just that I have this morning routine. You see, I always go out to Starbucks first thing in the morning, and I get this very custom drink. You know, and it's something like a, you know, venti, skim, yeah, yeah, yeah. dark roast, three shots, whatever, right? Uh-huh. So um, she's like, I always get this very special drink and it just kind of helps me start my day. Uh, but, but no, yeah, of course, come out first thing in the morning, you know. So next morning, Mrs. Jones gets a knock on her door. I don't know if you can, I don't know if you yeah. can hear that. Yeah, yeah. She gets a knock on her door. She opens the door and there's B.W. White with a smile on his face and that custom cup of coffee in his hand. Holy cow, I bet, like, customer for life. Absolutely, you, 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 just, you just near the end of the story right there. Oh, yeah. Um, because, because you've done this thing before, you understand, you know, and it cost him, what, 10 minutes and five bucks, right? Exactly, exactly. So, it's so crazy, because that's, yeah. that's one of our questions when the CRMs are called, when, they, when somebody calls in, like, what's something that's 20 bucks that you just can't live without? 
that's one of the questions. That's our onboarding yeah. question. And you'll say, they'll say something. It's always something kind of random. And it is not like the first, like it's not used that time on that call always, but every now and then, like if we have a repeat trip out there or something random, people will say like Snickers bar or yeah. a Hershey's bar or like a taco and they'll like specify yeah. a certain taco. <laughs> and, and then one of our yeah. service experts, like it's listed right there and it's less than 20 bucks. The service expert can stop by a gas station, pick it up and then hand it to them. And they're like, holy cow. Like you remembered that this was my favorite thing. Yes. And it's like, what did it cost? It cost, it cost the guy stopping there for a few minutes. Absolutely. Uh, he's going to stop at a gas station anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and so he just picks it up and, that's right. and like the, it's a huge wow fact, just paying attention and like having that customer client interaction, like you yep. said before. And I love that you are empowering your team. Mm-hmm. You're empowering your team to make that, to, to make a customer focused decision on the fly. Like they know oh, yeah. that I'm authorized to spend five bucks or whatever oh, yeah. to do something to go over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that's so important to, to let your team know that this is what we're about guys. It's not just solving the, the HVAC problem, the plumbing problem, the electrical problem, whatever. Yes, do that. But in addition to that, can you wow the customer at the same time? Exactly. And like you're saying, it, sometimes it doesn't take much, just a few minutes and a few bucks. Yeah. Same thing with BW white. So, when he wows this, this lady, her first impression ever of, of him and his company is that they're a contractor who cares. Yeah, and listens. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He I, was listening. I love it. I love it. So if she, know, if she knew he listened about her custom drink and he got it right, yeah. isn't he going to listen to her about when she tells him what her problem is in her home? Isn't he going to listen when she talks about um, finances and what they can afford and whatnot, you know, she has the confidence to know that, okay, this is a caring individual. Yep. He's not just here to sell me stuff, to upsell me stuff that I don't need. I have the confidence that I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to have a strong relationship with this guy. And by the way, Tersh, that's one thing I want, one thing I want your listeners to really grasp is, is this belief that I'm going to say it a couple of times because it's important that customers want a strong relationship with a contractor. Yes. I agree and, with that. And every interaction is an opportunity to strengthen the relationship. Yep. I'm going to say it again because it's very important. Customers want a strong relationship with you, the contractor, mm-hmm. okay? And every interaction you have with the customer is an opportunity to strengthen the relationship. And so fast forward 25 years, you predicted the end of the story, which is 25 years later, Mrs. Jones is still a customer. She's had multiple systems replaced. She's had multiple service done. She's a maintenance agreement customer. She has referred tons of business to BW White. And again, what was it? 10 bucks or 10 minutes and five bucks. Yeah, it's crazy. And and that impact. And I mean, obviously you set that bar also. See, you can't, you can't skip it later. Like you need to stay, you need to stay up there and we all have off days, but like my team, they know like they go into somebody's house and it's like, obviously they have this sports fan like yeah. that's their fan like that's who their fan is right then it's it's, it's rotated team, yeah. internally you know in in our notes like yeah if we ever go to because we all the time are going to charity events these auctions yeah. these charity auctions for like the canine foundation the georgia canine foundation has will have a charity auction constantly where stuff gets donated to them and it could be random stuff well we had this one person that was a huge Adrian Peterson fan, huge Adrian Peterson fan. And we got this book that was autographed by Adrian Peterson. And it's like his college book and all this other stuff, like uh, a book that he wrote or something. I don't even remember what it was, but like nobody else had bid on it. And it was like 
30 bucks. And I was like, yeah, I just bid it. I was, I was going to give them 30 bucks anyways. Yeah. And then, so <laughs> like here we get this Adrian Peterson book and then we just immediately like, okay, which one of our clients likes Adrian Peterson? And we just like go through a list. Okay. We found somebody here. Yeah. Getting sent an Adrian Peterson book. So yeah. they are like, Holy crap! You sent me an interesting, yeah. like autographed book, and you know all this other yeah. stuff. And like he had written all kinds of stuff in the book and stuff, and uh, it and it was really cool because it's like second nature with all of the whole team. It's like okay, we're gonna do this, and like even if it's not uh, something that we want, we're gonna donate to this foundation. So mm-hmm. um, let's let's make it a gift card to send to one of our clients or something like that. And, right. it, and it's really, and it's, you get known for that kind of stuff too. When it, when you like build that into your everyday routine. Absolutely. And, and the word that we use a lot is inspires. Like when a contractor acts that way, they're inspiring loyalty, oh, you yeah. know, and inspired loyalty is so much deeper and wider and contagious than any other kind of loyalty. Right. When you try to demand loyalty from people, it's not contagious, right? And it's not true to the core. Yeah. yeah, you know, or you can manipulate consumer behavior through coupons and whatnot. And again, it's right. not wrong to do coupons. Right, right, right. But I'm saying you can drive consumer behavior with a coupon, you know, five bucks off here or buy one, get one free here. Okay, but is that, are they truly loyal in, at the core? Not necessarily, but when you make an, right, when you make an emotional connection with the customer, yeah that's when they're really tied into you. And I, I think that's, again, sometimes, you know, and a lot of contracting businesses, most are run by men. And us guys, you know, we tend to just, we tend to be more technical. What did you say? We were just like, oh, whatever, go away. Yeah. Like, we're, the job's finished, we're done. Exactly, <laughs> right. Yeah, we just zero in on fixing the mm-hmm. problem, right? But so, so we tend to overlook that fact that a lot of really great leaders have a high EQ, which is, again, mm-hmm. the emotional quotient. It's not just about knowledge. It's not just about the ability to process information, but the ability. And when I say EQ, that really means like um, to effectively manage your own emotions, the emotions of your team and emotions of customers. So like that kind of leader. And by the way, it's going to have a lot happier employees too. If you have high EQ and you have that mindset toward customers, you can also be doing those kinds of wow factor things for employees. Do you guys yeah. ever do anything for your employees like that? Oh yeah, yeah, constantly, all the time. Just, just random things like uh, um, anniversaries. We send, we'll send flowers to the spouses of our employees, um, and then uh, gift cards. They, they say they like a band, and we'll give them like we'll surprise them with tickets to a, a concert for yeah. that band or whatever. Uh, so yeah, we we try to. Uh, stay on top of them as as much, if not more than our clients. It's easy to forget that employees are our internal customers, Mm -hmm. you know, as, as an organization. And so, um, and again, it goes the same way, inspiring loyalty in your employees toward you, the same methodology, caring, listening, doting on them, going above and beyond. Um, getting them that custom drink they love from Starbucks, right? It's just really the same principles apply toward employees as toward customers. And, and when you become, um, when you start inspiring other people, then what happens is at the end of the day, that, that contractor, that owner, that manager sits back and just kind of smiles on the inside and says, man, you know, I'm feeling inspired too. Yeah. It's like, it's like that. It's a cycle of inspiration, right? You inspire others. It always comes back to you. And then you're inspired to see your team mm-hmm. doing so great and, and having fun at what you do. Right. 
Oh yeah. Load. I mean, it's, it's, and then they come up with ideas. They're, they're like, Oh, let's do this. Let's do that. Yes. I, I think this would be a great idea. Uh, and it, you know, I, because I've had it both ways. I've had teams that were, didn't want to put in, input anything. And then you look back and you're like, well, what have I done for them? You know, lately, mm. you know, I'm asking them to do all this stuff and come up with these ideas. And then, uh, I haven't done anything in, you know, reciprocate that, that relationship there. Yeah. So and I think that's, I love what you just said, because when your employees start to think of new ideas for your company, that means that they're actually engaged, mm-hmm. right? A disengaged employee is not thinking about how can we improve? What can we do to really wow our customers? Uh, and also you can get your customers to do the same thing too. They start being, I'm going to say the word imaginative, Yeah. right? So your employees get imaginative about your customers. Your customers can start being imaginative about your company as a contractor, what could this relationship be like? So as an example, um, one of our clients up in Pennsylvania in the Philly area, they really, and they've been around, I think since 19, I want to say 1970. So long time, you know, 50 yeah, years. Yeah. Um, but they really, they really have this customer centric mindset and they've been using us for 10 years to do the cookie gifts, wow factor after an install. Yeah. But even before us, they already had that mindset. So we were, just, we were just another way for them to easily express what they already felt, right? Mm-hmm. But they really focused on strong relationships. So get this, one morning, one of the technicians shows up for the first appointment of the day and the homeowner is not just ready you know, for them to get started on the job, but they have a table set with eggs and bacon for the technician. That's what's up. <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Text are like, oh yeah. Yeah. Why didn't I get that call this morning? You know, so, but, but they knew the technician already. They knew who was coming Mm -hmm. and they, the customer had a strong relationship. So they wanted to do, to dote on the employee. So what happens is you wow the customers. I keep talking about the cycle as I keep the second time I've said it, but the cycle of inspiration where you wow the customer, the customer starts to wow your employees. Yeah. And that's what I mean about being imaginative. They imagine, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we had eggs and bacon? Yeah, so totally. that's the opposite of apathetic and, and disengaged is, is they're engaging with you and your company. Yeah, and, and, and that is the ultimate show of trusting you as an employee too. Like they trust that you're going to come into their home and, and do the right thing and, and stuff like that. Whereas someone who, who is not is the opposite they're they're like oh yeah these people are coming here to rip me off i gotta exactly. watch everything they're doing they're gonna steal my stuff while i'm there right you know? uh, and it's the exact opposite whenever they have that that relationship I, I love the word trust because when people when there's trust people are relaxed mm-hmm. um people are more open to your suggestions so if they trust a technician i guarantee that technician is going to have better better numbers Oh yeah. Right. Then when they're skeptical of a technician. Oh yeah, absolutely. They, they, if, especially as long as the the technician or the service expert is trustworthy, you know, they're going to say something and they're going to take it for gold and say, okay, yeah, if you say that's the problem, that's the problem. Let's get it fixed. You know, there's no, there's no hard sell involved whenever you have that relationship. Exactly. Another thought just to kick around with you would be that sometimes Sometimes the phrase customer satisfaction can be, um, can be maybe the wrong goal. And what I mean by that, Tersh, is, is sometimes people say, well, the, the highest and best thing we can have as a company is customer satisfaction. But what we say here is we say that's not, that's not the ultimate goal. Like 
customer like satisfaction, the feeling of satisfied should be the floor, not the ceiling. Exactly. And so sometimes what I've seen is, is they say, well, we just want that customer to be kind of just, they're calm and cool when, when we leave. And we say, well, when that job is over, shouldn't they be like ecstatic about your company, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk a lot about, about this, this delicate balance that your customer is in. If, 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 they're just, if you provide just a standard you know, HVAC, plumbing, or electrical experience, so you come mm-hmm. and fix the problem, right? They're kind of like this. They're kind of neutral more mm-hmm. to where if a little thing goes wrong, Yep. Right. Their feelings go like this and they're telling their friends about it and they maybe post something negative online, but the same opportunity to just the little something small to push them over the edge is that you want the equilibrium to go this way to where they are absolutely um, energized really yeah. about you, not just apathetic. Yeah. And my wife says this a lot and it's, it's so true. It's, you know, a lot of people will say like their motto is, you know, the golden rule of doing to others as they, you would have them doing to you. Right. But she says, you know, throw that rule out the window and, and <laughs> live by the platinum rule, which is do unto others as they would want to have done mm-hmm. unto themselves. So do what they would want to do, like go above and beyond their expectations in, yes. in general versus just, you know, um, the bare minimum. I have four kids and they're all young. So my oldest is 10. So it's 10, eight, six, and four. And uh, it's crazy, but it's fun at the same time. So you know, it's funny because mine is 11, 10, six, and five. There you go. Yeah. So you understand <laughs> yeah. you're in the trenches too, right? <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So, but when I think about if I fast forward 20 years, like I don't want my kids thinking, um, I had a satisfactory childhood. Right. Right, like, like, who wants that? As I mean, a dad? It wasn't terrible, kid. right? Exactly, <laughs> right. So, so I want them to be like, man, I loved my family growing up. I loved my dad and mom. We had great times. I have so many great memories, you know. But it takes work, and it takes being yep. proactive, and it takes, you know, we just plan to camp out for next month, right? Uh, now, a little harder to wow right now with you know sheltering right. in place. <laughs> yes. so listening to this podcast right now is is still COVID nineteen, so I don't yeah. know when people listen to this, but yeah. Um, so you have to get more creative. But the point being of, of it is about even with my kids, say, delivering wow factor. So what I mean is when I, when I go back to the, you know, do I want people just being satisfied? So as a business owner thinking, sat, here's, I'm just going to read off some of these. That these are some what I believe are synonyms for the word satisfied, okay? Okay, okay. This, this will help our listeners understand that satisfied is not the best goal. So other words for satisfied when it comes to customers would be apathetic, at risk, disengaged, indifferent, uninspired, uncommitted, um, and at equilibrium, like we talked about before. So when you think about that, like, oh, gee, actually, maybe I don't want just satisfied customers, right? So when you think about, okay, you go out to eat a restaurant with your wife and somebody says, hey, how was that new restaurant? And you're like, yeah. At risk. (laughs) <laughs> right. The food was kind of risky. So it was, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was risky. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if your experience is kind of like, it was okay. Like I was hungry and it met the need for food. Yeah. It's not what people are really going for, right? You're going for, oh my gosh, the food is amazing. I love the staff. I love the atmosphere. It's a great place to connect with my wife out on a date. You know, that's what gets you talking to other people about it. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be silent about it totally if it was just neutral. Mm-hmm. If it was bad, of course, do not go there. Right, right. Um, presentation was bad. My fish was overcooked, whatever, you know, just so 
my, my point being is that as a contractor, look for wow factor opportunities. Tersh has some, the cookies, the reason we advocate for I love the cookies. I love yeah. it because I mean, the only thing that you have to be careful of and y'all don't, y'all don't do nuts. Do you? Uh, we focus on the cookies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, just making sure nobody has nut allergy allergies. Right. So that's the, that's the only thing. Like whenever you start sending out packages and they have a peanut allergy or something like yeah. that, you have to worry yeah. about that. But. Thankfully people do read ingredient labels because one of my kids has food allergies and we're always looking and seeing what's in there. So you should be okay. They shouldn't eat it. <laughs> hopefully. Um, but the reason we do the food aspect of it is, is several things. First of all, when you think about genuine human connection, mm-hmm. it always involves food, yeah. right? So if we're building a relationship, food's involved. We celebrate uh, life milestones with food, whether it's oh, yeah. yeah, a job achievement, birthdays, graduations, anniversaries, weddings, you name it. it food is always a component of just human relationships. So mm-hmm. first of all, send food for that reason. That it, It's just a way that we connect as people. Plus food is multi-sensory. So when you think about a customer touch point, mm. okay, not only does food feel more personal than like just say just a direct mail automated postcard. Mm-hmm. Again, not wrong, but we need to have more, more to it than just that. Right, yeah. uh, food feels very personal, very relational, but it's also multi-sensory. So you're engaging four of the five senses when somebody gets food. I can smell it. I can taste it. I can see it. I can touch it, right? Yeah. The only thing I can't do is hear it. Well, unless you chew loud. Oh, Throw it against the wall. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or do that, right? <laughs> but I mean, there's no other customer touch point that can engage that many senses. And the more senses you engage, the more neuropathways you're building, yeah. the more memorable you're becoming. And they're looking um, at your logo and be like, mm, this is so good. Exactly. <laughs> right. You're associating a, a pleasant experience with that brand. Um, and speaking of neuropathways, just I guess it's a little brainy side of things, but um, you know, positive surprises, they actually activate the brain's pleasure center and reward system. Nice. So you get basically, that's just a fancy way of saying they get a little shot of dopamine. It makes your customer yeah. feel good, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but again, it actually literally is associating those feelings with your company. So there's so many reasons why food is the, what we advocate. But again, it's just, it's just, it's, it's very, um, now do you, very personal. Do you find that um, a time period is better than another time period of sending out the, the cookies? We advocate as quickly after the job as possible. Okay. So what I was thinking was like, if, if the job went successfully yeah, and you were like, okay, that's, you know, they're happy, like nothing got screwed up. They weren't dissatisfied. And then you waited even like two weeks and they're, and they're like, AC's working good. Not really thinking about it anymore. And then all of a sudden a package pops up and it's like, Ooh, I'm happy. Good. Like, and then you're talking yes. on again, is that good or should it be like the same week and then get the package? I think both work. I think both okay. can certainly work. You know, we always say, try to close the loop on that job with, with the gift at the end. And while you're still so top of mind, then this comes in, the gift comes in and just kind of brings it all together. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think either way would work because gotcha. if the system's great and like you just said, then it's a surprise in the mail, another yeah. positive touch point. Either way, you're not going to go wrong. You're going to make a happy customer either way. So, right, yeah, cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Um, so, what about this? Okay, so have you read the book Giftology? 
No, but it sounds really cool. It is a cool book. You should read it. It's, it's a really cool book. Uh, one of the things he talks about in the book, in, and there's a lot of people, but I think that he's the one that really started this trend, and that is um, giving gifts that don't have your logo on it. And uh, so he's like, <clears throat> don't give somebody an iPad with your logo inscribed on the back of it. Instead, find something in their home that would be benefit to them or get their company logo and inscribe their logo on the back of the iPad. Obviously, iPad's a, a massive expense, but sure. uh, instead of like sending out your marketing piece, you know, you send out stuff for them. And I'm not saying that you could find something for every single client and put it on the cookies, but have, right. what are your thoughts or what's your, your kind of thought on sending something with our logo on it versus sending something with your logo on it? We advocate sending the contractor's logo on it. And again, okay. not that it's wrong to not do that, no, no, but no, I no. guess our, yeah, our perspective would be, it's a reminder that you want an ongoing relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And we hope that every time they, so, so an example would be like, we have a six pack soft side cooler that yeah. we put the cookies down inside of, right? And you've mm-hmm. seen that before. Yep. Um, so every time they open that cooler, we want it to be a reminder that, that the contractor cares. Yeah, that's good. So I wouldn't necessarily discourage people from having their logo on the item. You know, it's just, you know, sometimes, sometimes you get a letter from somebody that is very meaningful to you and you might put it up somewhere and you always want to look at it and see, it. I know, you know, I've gotten letters from my dad in the mail yeah. and it's just certain, certain things that he may have said in that letter. I'm like, this is a keeper, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and it's just a reminder that somebody cares. And so, um, I, I don't think it seems too commercial if, if gotcha. that's maybe what some people are wondering. I think, I think also with the cookies with it, mm-hmm. it it's very personal and relational. If it was just a promotional piece without yeah. the food, the, the food is what feels the most personal. Okay. So that's why we say, well, why don't we just combine the two, mm-hmm. right? Something memorable with something personal and relational like the cookies are. Yeah. But, you know, the, the gifts are an easy way, Tersh. It's just a, it's an easy way to execute because as we know, where do most contractors fail? It's in the execution, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And if you can automate it, like I wrote that down earlier, I, for, I completely forgot that you automate with yeah. CRMs. Holy cow, that's yeah. a game changer. <laughs> like, yeah. One less thing I have to think about. Right. So we're, and we're trying to add more software all the time as far as who we integrate with, because that way you just set up a rule and say, all right, look, I want anybody who spends a thousand bucks or more to get a batch of cookies. Yeah. They set it and forget it. So that's, that's a great, um, yeah. Great <laughs> you gotta worry about it. Hey, I want to finish the thought about the yeah. satisfied being the floor, not the ceiling. If that's okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. Let's go with it. So I gave you the, the, the synonyms for satisfied, which were not very appealing. Right. Uh-huh. So when you have a wowed customer though, and I want to give a few more ideas about how to wow um, in a second. But the wow customer, this is what happens. Instead of being apathetic, they're energized. Instead of being at risk, when I say at risk, I mean at risk of being taken away by a competitor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of being at risk, they're loyal. They're going to dig deep roots just like Mrs. Jones from BW White. Mm-hmm. All it took was that drink in 25 years, still a customer. Instead of being disengaged, they're attentive, meaning that they're actually going to be paying attention to your marketing emails and your mailers that come in, your special offers. Instead of being indifferent, they're actually partial. They're partial to you, so they care. Uh, instead of being uninspired, they're, here comes this word again, they're imaginative about your brand. Instead of being uncommitted, you actually are galvanizing your customers. Uh, and instead of being at equilibrium, then they're brand advocates. So when you think about, wow, 
yeah, that's absolutely who I want as a customer. Yeah. So wow factor is what makes all the difference in the world though, from just a standard like generic experience from a contractor to something that goes over the top. So again, like your ideas before Snickers bars, um, you know, and get, look past the whole COVID-19 thing. Okay. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah. So <laughs> more freedom to do stuff after that, yeah. but think about it, a toy bag for the kids. Yeah. So dollar store sells, my kids love the dollar store. They think it's the best thing in the world. And I'm like, best kept secret is the right. dollar store, right? For parents. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right, kids. Like, it is the yeah, best thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep thinking that. Um, you know, so, I mean, you go in and spend a hundred bucks and you get a hundred toys. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. So oh, yeah. each technician has a, a wow bag and it's that's got. That's a good idea. Yeah. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Little toys for the kids, little biscuits for the dog. You know, so we, everybody talks about fully stocked trucks and that's a selling point, right? So fully stock your trucks with um, equipment, but fully stock your trucks with relationship building tools too. So, you know, it, it's about, it, it's like that's, that takes execution and planning ahead. But I, what I would say is for the owners, sit down with your middle managers because anything that you think of, that you conceive as an owner to get it executed as, at the team level, you got to have to have middle management buy-in and support, mm -hmm. right? So as the owner, you establish attitude, you establish culture, you get your managers on board. So you start talking about, develop a new language, develop a new language that when you talk about customer centricity, you talk about wow factor, wow packages, you know, you start talking about a strong customer relationships, going the extra mile, like, like, like start embedding these concepts in your management team too, and then they help you sell it to your team. And then I would say, I would really advocate, and we've seen our clients do this, because one of the things we have is customer satisfaction software, where they can look at each technician, even for each day, and mm. look at their customer satisfaction rating. Yeah. And then you can look at it by week or month or quarter, but then they use the report at the end of, say, a month or a quarter uh, to look back and say, okay, anybody who's had more than a 98% customer satisfaction rating, they get some kind of a spiff. So now you're reinforcing the behavior you want to see more of, which is delighting customers, right? I like it. So, so you, you tie in rewards to your team. Not just The tendency, Tersh, is to tie rewards to higher tickets. Sales, yeah. yeah. Again, not wrong, but incomplete. Right. right, right. right. Incomplete. Yeah. Agreed. So, so tie in spiffs and rewards to your team based on wow factor. Have, have you seen that or you have examples or seen other people do that or you, yourself? Um, as far as the spiffs go, we, you know, we can track it within our CRM, but, um, we do contests. I think, yeah. was it last year? Last year we did a, um, a TV giveaway. But, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think if that one was the one that was related to, oh, that's what it was. Whoever had the most, um, five star reviews yes. that had their name mentioned in it. Yeah, that's what it was because there was a lot of them that were getting five star reviews, but it wasn't right. mentioning the service experts name. And so that's right. what we, that was the stipulation we put on it. And so then they, they had yeah. deliberately ask, make sure you put my name in it. And uh, right. that was really cool. That was really cool to see that yeah. our, our numbers spiked for that month. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of crazy. I'm like, okay, now why aren't y'all doing this every month? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Getting, getting the team to buy in is, is, is mission critical for anything you want to implement, obviously, mm -hmm. but also when it comes to the customer experience. So you, you need to make customer experience training a part of your curriculum mm -hmm. for your team. You know, if you're a contractor, so it, it really needs to be 
a very um, intentional and strategic part of your training process. I agree. And, and, and going back to what I said before too, about the technician that had eggs and bacon on his first call, um, you know, what you're going to find is you're developing a much more like, like a much more fun culture as a company. Yeah. And it's, again, it's coming back to the technician. And I'm saying that because you might say, well, this is a lot of work to do this whole wow factor thing, or I don't know if we can handle this. Well, if you want higher employer attention, Yep. And you're probably seeing that at your shop. Oh, yeah. Right. These kinds of things. Would you rather be a technician that's just being hounded and driven about, take that ticket up, get that ticket up. Right. When when somebody's saying, go out and inspire your customers today, that feels so much different. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel liberated if somebody says that to me. Like, look, just take amazing care of our customers with a few boundaries, you know. Right, right, right. So, got to have something there. But but your team is going to be happier. They're going to look forward to those calls every day because, because they know their customer, they have a relationship with the customer and they're actually going to look forward to, to visiting a little bit with the customer, you know? And again, that doesn't necessarily come on the first or second visit. Right. It comes over time yeah, yeah. as trust. Yes. Trust is built and the comfort level is built. But then over time you start asking, Hey, how are the kids doing? Mm-hmm. You know, or how's your mom? I know that she was not, you know, yep. she's elderly and she's was ill. It's, it's just making that personal relationship, making a, a genuine human connection once again, you know, with the homeowner. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and then um, it's something that. So my wife used to do the dispatching, and since then we've we've hired a dispatcher. But um, when she was dispatching, I knew I seen it a lot more. But it was the uh, you know make sure you give them a wow service. We're gonna blow yeah. away with our wow service. Like that That's was right. like how every uh, dispatch you know, happened that, that conversation happened on every dispatch. Uh, and so you, you brought back to light, like I need to listen to see if that's still being the case. Uh, yeah. I don't hear it like next door anymore. So it's, uh, right. I just need to be yeah. very conscious that that's still yeah. happening. Uh, like it should be happening. So, yeah. So, that's- so wow factor moves equilibrium to the way you want it to go. The customer becomes emotionally bonded mm-hmm. with your contracting business, which is an amazing concept. And then when they're bonded, here are some characteristics of a bonded customer. I'm just going to read this. Lower price sensitivity, higher mm-hmm. overall tolerance. So that would be like even if you make a mistake, they just have a higher threshold. Uh, they're competitor proof. They're your most reliable source. You might say, well, for what? For everything. Yeah. For repeat business, for more business, for referrals, for for spectacular online reviews for again, employees. Resp- exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. For responding to your specials. Like I said before, they have higher lifetime value. Mrs. Jones, 25 years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones that generate leads and referrals. So when you think about, man, I want an emotionally bonded customer. It takes some thought. It takes some strategy. It takes some, some buy-in from your team. And then it just takes the execution. Again, the toy bag, Hundred bucks at a dollar store gets you a hundred toys. Yep. Um, the massage, mobile massage idea, great idea. Thirty dollar cookie gift, freshly baked, yeah. shipped directly to their home. I mean, these are no brainer things to do. They really are. I mean, we, I think we're paying like two twenty five for uh, the mobile masseuse to come out to their house. So you know, you wouldn't want to do that on a service call that was only correct one hundred fifty dollars. But right, uh, you know, a right. replacement. You know, you could do that all day long. Exactly. Same with the cookies. The cookies are no brainer. Thirty five bucks. You know, why wouldn't you? Do Absolutely. That? Absolutely. Well, um, how much more time do we have? Uh, we'll probably wrap it up. We'll probably wrap it up now. Okay. Whatever you got. Can I, can I end it with a story? 
end us with a story. Okay. I'm going to read this. Um, I reached out to one of our clients and I said, Hey, I'm doing a little, a little talk. You have a story from one of your customers or, or about an interaction with a customer where you guys went over the top. And I thought this one was so cool. <clears throat> so it says here, um, one cool story we had was a watchdog alert. We have sensors made by Emerson that we install on people's HVAC units to tell us when things are starting to break. Usually we have a couple days heads up, sometimes just a couple minutes. One Friday evening around 4.45, so we're getting into the weekend, we got an alert at an elderly lady's house that her furnace wasn't working. The temperature was in the 20s, mm. so it would be a pretty big deal. So th this is up in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. It would be a pretty big deal if she were to go, uh, to go the evening without heat. I called her and told her her heat wasn't working. He says, it kind of comes off funny when I tell people that because they haven't noticed anything yet. And this <laughs> time was no different. I had to do some convincing, he says. <laughs> she said she had to go to bingo or a card club or something like that. It started at 7, but if we could be there and done before she had to leave at 6.45 p.m., we could come. Again, she wasn't really believing the severity of the situation. We were there at 5.20 p.m., so she called at 4.45. They're out there at 5.20, right? Good. So 35 yeah. minutes later. Um, and found the pressure switch had clogged and shut the system down. We fixed this, went over everything else, and even ordered a part so that we could not have this happen again, and we were out of her house by the time she needed to leave. So she got to bingo on time. The funny part was that in the time between when I called and when we got there, her house had dropped four degrees. So then when the tech showed up, she was starting to believe. That was the time where we had everything go right for us to be really impressive. But there's a lot of work behind the scenes that goes into setting up the chance to do that. There's someone in the office around five on a Friday. I checked that his job is to be in the office so that when we get alerts, he knows what to do about him quickly. Someone to go to the house and most importantly, the tech on the front lines to get there and help the lady out. Bottom line, we try really hard to be impressive. It doesn't always happen, but the effort is there. We try to take note of things like birthdays or anniversaries or random things like that when people are scheduling so we can bring them flowers or send them to your success cookies. Sorry, a little plug, I guess, <laughs> um, or whatever the case may be. And then he, he ends like this, which I think is great. He says, it's fun to be unusual. It is. It really is standing out, doing things differently. And uh, it's, I truly believe that that's a, that is uh, like, it's a huge game changer. And uh, my buddy, Jesse Cole, ha have you ever heard of the Savannah Bananas? I know no, you're, so everything you're asking about, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess I'm not well, very cultured. <laughs> well, Savannah Bananas, they're, they've only been around for like three years now. But that his whole thing is, is he wears a yellow tuxedo every day of the week. That's what he wears. And it's just standing out, doing things differently. And he wrote a book about it, uh, you know, doing business differently. And they took a business, they took a, the baseball stadium was built in the 20s and uh, the, the Grayson Stadium and had had minor league teams play there. Mickey Mantles played there. Um, uh, Roosevelt, like JFK's gave speeches there. Like it's yeah crazy all the stuff that's going on here and the last minor league team just couldn't make it happen they couldn't get 400 people to, to show up for a baseball game oh, wow. and for the past three seasons they've sold out 4,000 seats every season and it's oh, a, there's a waiting list and it's because he just does business completely different they told mm -hmm. him that the stadium was junk they needed to, to get a new stadium the sit and savannah was like no we're not buying a new mm -hmm. stadium building a new stadium and so they left and went to a different place and uh and so you know jesse and his team came in and and just turned things completely around mm -hmm. just by doing things differently and yeah. showing appreciation so i thought that was really cool 
I love that. That's a great story. And I think that the job of a leader, one of the main jobs of a leader is to inspire others. Mm, yep. And that's what that guy did that you just told a story about. And that's what, if you own a, a shop, that your main job is to inspire your team and inspire your customers. And that inspiration will eventually come back to you. Yep. I love it, Derek. Thank you so much. You, you there's so much, just so much gold here. I mean, we yeah. can talk for hours. I mean, this, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is. It's really cool. So I appreciate it. Um, again, yeah. how do they, how do people reach out to you um, to get, to get more information? Yeah. So to your success.com, that's our website to your success.com. You jump on there. You can look at the gift packages we have. Again, most of our gifts are out the door, shipping and everything, even with your name on it, with a batch of cookies, freshly baked, 30, 35 bucks would be a pretty average price, even because we service clients all across the country. But even with shipping and everything, that's a pretty, pretty average price. But uh, I would love to have a conversation with your listeners. And again, my offer stands. So if somebody says, hey, I'd love to try a batch, it's on the house. Just mention this podcast when you reach out to us and say, I heard the podcast, I'd like to try some cookies. So maybe I can jump on the phone and just love to, love to hear about your needs with customer relationships and love to help you out. Absolutely. Thank you, Derek, for coming on the show. Thank you, Tersh. And for anybody listening to the show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either one of us and we will give you, obviously, we're, we love this wow package and everything that has to do with it. Uh, and if you'd like to really talk to somebody that loves it, you can talk to my wife. She's even more wild about the success, the wow packages and everything. Uh, but with that being said, thank you again for listening to or watching the Service Business Mastery Podcast, the podcast focused on service business owners, managers, and technicians who are considering becoming business owners themselves. Until we talk again next week, have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Service Business Mastery. Now that you are equipped with essential business advice from this impactful conversation, you are one step closer to becoming the successful owner of your dreams. If this episode has been helpful to your business journey, don't forget to subscribe to the show, leave a rating, and share it with other owners as well. Visit servicebusinessmastery.com to learn more.